awkward, as Mark would say. All right, give, give me a few seconds yeah. of silence so I could get going. What are you Just waiting start for? Start it, Jesus. man. Holy. Oh, this guy wants a drum roll. Welcome, guys. To... <laughs> I feel bad for Dom. He has to put up with our drunken idiotness this whole entire oh, podcast. I'm Dom, sitting gotta, here drinking bubbly water. You got to smash the booze through these I'm wasted. It makes you yeah. too tolerable, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sleeping at this table tonight. <laughs> Welcome to the For The Gram podcast, a podcast on how to grow your social media and small business. Join us as we discuss how we've used Instagram to grow our small businesses and form a social community. Learn how we created partnerships with each other and formed relationships with brands. Whether you want to take your business or social media to the next level, or are just looking for a fun and lighthearted podcast about the everyday, this is the For The Gram podcast. I'm Dom from M Inspired Living, and joining me are Vic from The Stump Shop and Mark from Remarkable Woodworks. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and tune in next time to the For The Gram podcast. Guys, welcome to episode 14 of the For The Gram podcast. I'm Dom. As always, I'm with these other two bozos, Mark from Remarkable Woodworks and Vic we from The Stump Shop. We say the handles in the intro. Already. Shut up. Shut up. To- Shut up. <laughs> Actually, we're, I think we're all excited about this one. We're just, you know what? It's going to be a review of 2019, the year's coming to an end, and a preview of what all three of us together and individually are looking forward to in 2020. So let's get started, guys. What's been going on? Vic, tell me something good. Oh, man. Well, something good is that this year was very good, and it's uh, slowly coming to an end. And you know what? Let's... Um, focus hardcore on 2020, boys. I'm excited, especially with what we got going on. But um, to be honest with you, man, things are good. Busy time of the year. And uh, just excited about Christmas and all that, man. Mark, how's your, like, what's going on with you? Christmas, New Year's, what's going on? I'm super pumped, super, super pumped. I get to uh, just kind of relax. I'm going to spend some time with the family. I've been on the grind for the last little bit. So I am just, I'm so, so excited for the holidays. And like you said, this year has been a massive one. So yeah, I'm excited to look through things and then kind of uh, show everybody how we set up and plan for the big year. So yeah, let's dive into it. All right. Yeah. You know what? I got to say, 2019, in in terms of what we've done as a group, has been a big year for us. Right, Crazy guys? year. Yeah. Crazy year. I, I honestly think it's probably, I mean, kicking off from last, I guess it was not 2019, but August last year of We Would, and that rolled right into the start of 2019. Um, February was when we hit up Workbench, the three of us. Yeah, so that, yeah. that's, I mean, that's, that's a start to a new year you know what i mean like that's yeah as, as makers that was that was awesome for us it was a it was a sponsor trip we'll get into more about um you know working with sponsors and all that and how we did that in 2019 but in february man going to atlanta was honestly just for me as a maker and an instagram guy one of the highlights so far of my of that career you know what i mean how'd you guys feel about that i have to i have to agree with that that was a highlight i mean number one, being able to work with a company like Rustoleum on that whole trip. And, and they're so great to work with. 
True. Uh, I, I mean, remember when we got together with them to to flesh out all the details and and actually sign the the contracts. Even that was fun. I mean, even that day was fun. Right? Yeah. Remember, we did like yeah. the promo shots with my truck in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do remember, yeah. Vic yeah. stole my truck and and took <laughs> off. And even that, was, that all, was fun. So that was all done in January. So like, if we go back to even like this time, like last year, we were meeting. None of that was even shop, planning. Yeah, like yeah. none of that. that? finalized right like yeah. we had so many That's question crazy. marks and like we didn't know certain things and uh yeah like looking back it's just absolutely i mean that trip was kind of like iconic basically because it's it's where we formed that friendship like we yeah. were stuck with each other in a car for over 24 hours yeah uh we came up with the idea. Started yeah like we yeah, came right? up with the idea to do the podcast and um normally after you spend that much time with two other individuals you get sick <laughs> of them and then we, i think we've text every single day since <laughs> yeah i so yeah i would crazy. agree it's that true I don't think there's probably hasn't been one day since then that we haven't <laughs> at least sent like a couple of texts, even if they were just simple like jokes or something. Yeah. I don't think there's been a day that has gone by. Yeah, no, no it's that's it's crazy. And now that Mark put it into perspective, that was a year ago. Like <laughs> I, I remember me I remember the Tim Hortons we met at and what table we sat at when we we're like, yeah, yeah. all right, boys, let's let's pump out a business plan as opposed yeah. to like let's just send an email, right? And yeah. that was a year ago. So when we say that 2019 was a um, a big year, we meant it, man. So we started that, went down there, the three of us had a great time. And, and maybe, I'm not saying from the conference itself, but from that whole experience of working with brands, we learned a lot. And obviously from the conference, we met a bunch of cool people and listened to some awesome speakers, this and that. But with that, I know for me, early 2019 that lit a fire under my ass man like i started yeah. my whole video game changed from that moment on um and like you guys said talking to you guys all the time i'm reaching out to you guys correct me if i'm wrong like at least once a week with actual like thumbnails like hey guys which one should i post this and that like that's a big yeah. change for a, for a content creator's game right? yeah i i'd say that 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 trip definitely got all three of us pumped up and more passionate about it like i remember driving home in the snowstorm mark is negotiating <laughs> he's in negotiations with with people on who's gonna do our our logo and yeah who's gonna yeah. make our likenesses in cartoon form yeah at like I 2 a.m in the middle of a snowstorm and, and literally he's in negotiations he's like guys so you want to pay this much for the logo i'm like i wouldn't mind getting home alive first and then we'll talk about that you know this guy just a blanket of snow. I remember. I still have the picture. Just a blanket of snow over top. You couldn't see anything. Oh man, this guy's negotiating with somebody in in Nepal about. Yeah, yeah. Create our logo. Oh. Yeah. No, that was good though, man. And then, yeah, uh, and... so so let me ask you this then, Dom. Like for example, you you get back. Let's look back at February, March. You come back from there. Not that that trip was, you know life-changing it was it was it was fun and all that but what is what what have you done this year like what have you changed what's your what's your highlight of the year kind of or what are you proud of and all that like honestly i i gotta say and i'm not just saying this because i'm i'm looking at you both right now but honestly i think that for me a big part of what i am proud of this year is what the three of us have been able to do together and 
both professionally and on a personal level. Like, I mean, I, I think most people see it, you know, through the camera and when they're watching us that there is, like, there is honestly a good chemistry there between the three of us. We get along well, uh, both personally and professionally. And for me, that's big because I've always been a guy all my life that I've had a very small circle of friends. I, yeah. I haven't been the guy that has, you know, 9,000 friends. So for me, that's very big at this stage in life to, you know, to, to make those connections is not a common thing. So, uh, yeah, I mean, for me, that's, I think, been the highlight of my year, even professionally with the podcast and and what we've been able to do and continuing to work with Rustolium together. Yeah, it has been great for me. And I look forward to seeing where this is going to lead, you know, in 2020 and beyond. Mark? Yeah, totally. I was checking my fantasy football score. I, I know. Uh, <laughs> I, I can see that. I know you are. I you hope you win because I don't want. I hope Super you win because I don't want you to be miserable for Christmas. <laughs> I'll go on the record and actually allow Mark for this one episode. Yeah. He's allowed to be semi-distracted because he does this thing called fa- fantasy football. I've never heard of it. I don't know what what the hell that is, but he's watching some. What are you checking though? Like your phone or your computer? My phone, yeah. What one thing I give Mark immense credit for is that whatever it is that he does, he does it at one hundred and fifty percent. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what it is, he's he's fully invested in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he is this this. Look at him. Look at hey, his look. Face. At, I was Fantasy just football. Say, look at him <laughs> again. Hold on a second. I'm just gonna quickly retape the intro. So welcome to episode fourteen with just Dom and I and. <laughs> Mark will pop in every now and then. No, he's got his game going and it is. No, seriously, for, forget about the, the game for a minute. <laughs> what's your what's your highlight of 2019? It's honestly, it's been it's been a crazy year. Like, I can't even put it into words for me. Um, I was invited literally at that Rustolian meeting when we were signing contracts. I got a phone call to if I'd be interested to do the, to be a presenter at the home shows in Toronto. Um, I did three home shows in Toronto. I went to WorkbenchCon. Uh, I went to Ohio for Timber Tech University. Um, I had to have surgery done on my throat. Uh, we do like, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's been crazy, crazy, crazy busy. I got to be fortunate enough to work on a Scott McGilvery project. Um, and, you know, ultimately work with the bro laws too, uh, which is like, Absolutely amazing. So, I mean, this year is like, I just, I don't remember when or what it felt like to sleep because I yeah. feel like it's just been like, go, Dude, go, go, go. you crazy this year. I have to, like, I, not only is, are we in group text together, but I watch your Instagram and we're actual, like, personal friends, not just Instagram pals. You've been busy. It's been, it's been crazy busy. So I'm like, I'm just super excited for like more of like a, a streamed um year i guess like just like i feel for the first time in my life for a long time i actually have a plan right and 2020 is like it's just like a a vision where like every year i've kind of set goals and then they've just kind of fallen into place where i've missed them or anything whereas this year is like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this and i know how i'm gonna get there so I am absolutely stoked for 2020. Um, again, like a lot of it's going to be more like um, a lot of my content anyways will be more of like content based. So stuff that I want to put out 
for me instead of like putting out because I feel like I have to put things out. I know right. we talked about that uh, earlier on, but um, just getting back to like it, like creating content for the original intention of why I started posting on Instagram and stuff in the beginning. So nice. yeah, I'm pumped. Yeah. What about you, Vic? Well, it's funny you mentioned goals. You, you were talking about like you set some goals and now you actually see yourself and knowing how to achieve those goals. And I know this sounds either you guys might even think it's cliche or cheesy, but one of my goals this year was literally not to set any goals. Okay. What I mean there by is. that is like, um, because, and I've met, no, this is no secret, but I don't do this full time, right? Yeah. This, like the whole stump shop to me is a part time thing. Um, so for me to set goals, I would almost, I, there's a part of me that may feel like I'm setting myself up for failure because I'm not yeah. sure I'd be able to meet those with it being my side hustle. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. instead, the stuff that I did, um, I kind of promised myself, listen, man, in 2019, you did good. However, in 2020, some of the things you're going to do better, there's some small stuff. Obviously, as content creators, all of our, one of our goals that for every one of us is YouTube, right? So I'm yeah. always thinking, I, I got to I gotta up my YouTube game. I got to start filming better videos, doing this and that. Along with that comes, I want to up my editing game, right? Things like that. Um, a website. I have a, I have a, I own the domain, the stump shop, but I really want to work on a website. There's all these little mini goals I have, I have along the way, but I, I didn't really want to set any goals that I'm going to probably end up failing to reach. And then I'd be all miserable and all that. But how do you look at goals, Don? Like, do you actually set them or are you a pen and paper guy? Like you write them down and all that, or what do you, what do you do with goals? I don't, you know what? I have to be honest. I think I kind of go against that. I know a lot of these really successful guys out there will tell you that uh, you have to write down your goals so that you have something to focus on and, and something to, to attain. I don't do that. I ha I have an idea of where I want to go and where I want to be uh, in terms of whether I have to be in an exact place at an exact point. I don't think so. I, I think that things evolve differently than you would expect. Like when I started doing this whole woodworking thing, I never thought for a second I'd get into content creation and working with brands. No idea, right? Me being a, an introvert and being a shy guy, never thought I'd do a podcast. But it's where things lead you. So I, I try not to get too bogged down and I have to, this is my goal and this is where I have to get. I'm open to those opportunities because as you're on the road to that that certain goal, other doors open. And yeah. To me, I, I want to be able to see where those might lead me, right? For sure. But ultimately, like I've always been big on goals and I write mine down at the beginning of the year. I think that once you do write them down, you kind of put it out there and these opportunities will like they come up or they fall in your lap or they'll present themselves that will lead you to those goals. Like one of my big goals for for 2019 was to work with five brands. I was able to do that without, and and again, going back to this time last year, none of us had, I had never worked with a brand before, like yeah. a, for, for a paid uh, opportunity. Like, it, like I've done stuff in exchange for posting and stuff like that, but never for paid stuff. And that was one of my big goals. Another one was to pay off my line of credit. That's done. And this Same. time last year, 
never would have thought that that would have been possible to do. Right. So I just think like, again, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but um, I truly believe that if you write your stuff down, like you should try it and then kind of visit it at the end of the year and kind of see all those different opportunities that might've presented themselves. And you, you'll be surprised like, Oh my God, like this actually happened. That actually happened. This happened. So I, but I think this year for 2020 for me is like, I just want to get back to like, feeling better about myself it's like i've been out of like eating properly or like taking care of myself and i just want to get back into that and i know it sounds cliche but i just think that like when you're a healthy you then you're able to kind of like give more to to other people and you have higher energy levels and stuff you don't want to lose yourself in the in the how (laughs) how poorly does it reflect on us that he's let himself go and he's still the healthiest of the three of us yeah He's he's also the only one that ever mentioned anything about like yeah one of my goals yeah. maybe personal health and all that like, none of us you know we're all about I'm on YouTube and stuff this guy's like ah, I'm actually gonna take care of myself I Obviously, do I mean it. if I have to mention a few specific things I mean my really my goal is always from one year to the next to be in a better place than I was the year before. Okay. Whether that be you know personally or professionally or financially or or whatever. It's just to be, to have made the next step up and, and be somewhere better. I mean, if we got to get into specifics for this year, some of the things I'd like to do, again, like you guys, I'd like to focus a bit more on the content creation. Yep. I enjoy doing that. Uh, does it pay the bills? Not at this point, but it's something that I'd like it to do. It definitely could, though. Enjoy. That's the thing, right? It definitely oh. could. What specific? And I enjoy like, doing what, it. what about content creating do you want to get better at specifically? I want to get better at actually creating videos and things like that people are gonna, people are going to want to see. Yeah, I, I want to get better at presenting something professionally. I just dropped my my build for Rustoleum. Well, I call it a build, but it was more of a craft for Rustoleum. Uh, it was about twelve minutes long, and that was really my first full length how to from start to end. Uh, but I want to do more of that and get into better editing it and make it more attractive and better lighting and better angles and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, again, yeah. because I like to, does it pay my bills right now? No, but I want to try and find the time to get better at it. And maybe someday it'll start to pay some of them. Yeah. Right? But I see, I think like for me, like looking at that stuff as like a hobby, right? Whereas like woodworking used to be a hobby for us. Yeah. Now it's like content creating is kind of that hobby for us. And then at what point are you willing to like put money and more attention and more time into getting better at those hobbies? Yeah. Right. And that's like you guys said earlier, like when I do something a hundred percent, like I go in a hundred percent. So now it's like, that's what the only fear for me of like, I love making videos and when the opportunities present themselves, I try my best to make, the best video and practice different like like editing and stuff but i just like for me i don't have the time like i i can't i can't justify going out and making the videos and then trying to edit them and then and and kill myself because i want to do them all at a hundred percent yeah um without getting consumed and like okay now i just want to go be the next peter mckinnon you know what i mean like it and then just like i forget woodworking or or carpentry and all that stuff i'm just going to go be the next like video editor so I think like allowing yourself that time to like balance both or like maybe even make one build video like you did, Dom, like 
which was great, by the way. Um, am I crazy? Or does that, no, that make but sense? The only thing I'm thinking of is that a lot of people out here, and, and maybe sometimes that includes the three of us, they confuse things like when you were saying, I don't have the time and stuff. It's because Peter McKinnon is, is it, I guess you could say a perfect example, but he's of the extreme. He's more of yeah, a, yeah. in our niche, a celebrity. But even within our group of friends on Instagram and stuff, there are people that are, none of us here, the three of us, are content creators full time. You know no. what I mean? Like, like yeah. you have, you're, you just listed a bunch of jobs that you've been doing. Dom does his woodworking as his full time with the, with the M inspired living and all. It's, and teaches and uh, yeah well that's what no m inspired living as a brand and all yeah, that uh, that that's encompasses fair. but yeah. there's not um none of us are ever going to have that time or ability to to get to that level unless you start which is why you see in our world exactly is in 2019 speaking of recap how many of our maker friends went full-time right a lot several, that's what i'm saying that several of them have said hey i'm going full-time now rewind two years ago if someone would were to have said that to me i'd say dude you're crazy man think about it this think about that yeah. now when i hear someone saying hey i'm going i'm another person going content creation full-time i don't even bat an eyelash or whatever that's saying yeah. i'm just like yeah oh yeah that's awesome and i hope you're gonna do good it's a hustle in life but yeah. you know what i mean it's it's yeah. unless you guys are willing to take that step which i would be totally excited to follow you guys along with but Unless you're willing to go content creation full time, investing in the, in the you know cameras and the maybe even take some courses on editing this and that, that's just gonna have to remain as a hobby, right? And you give well, that and hobby your all. But yeah, and that's what I was trying to say basically was like just like another reminder, like it's great to set a goal, but like yeah, I want to do YouTube or I want to do this or I want to do that, but instead of saying like I'm gonna put out a YouTube video every single week, like it, put it's out crazy, yeah, put out five. Well, if you yeah. don't have any, put like say yeah. I want to do five videos next year because yeah, it's, you, it takes a long time. No, you I need don't. you need to be realistic, and I mean that's another one of my big things for 2020 is I personally want to diversify what I do because I mean doing this full time. I know Mark is fully aware. I'm sure Vic's aware as well. Even though you don't do it full time, it's not easy. Right. It's not easy to have that constant income. And for me, I want to, I mean, I'm known kind of as the charcuterie board guy that kind of just happened. I didn't plan it that way. It's great. I sell a lot of them. I sell to a lot of restaurants. It pays a lot of my bills, but that could go away tomorrow. Tomorrow you could wake up and you know, they're out of style. Nobody wants them anymore. Right. So to me, it's kind of important to have different income streams that, you know, if one thing kind of takes a dip in popularity, right? Same thing with content creation. It's huge right now. And people that are established are doing very well doing it. But yeah. again, we don't know what happened to Vic. Oh, there he is. What do you mean? Yeah, you were frozen for a bit. No, I was first, just like this. First, I thought you were just bored by what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, you're good now. It's but, called active uh, listening. I am. I'm so in tune with what you're saying. I, <laughs> uh, another thing I need to diversify is the friends that I have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I know what no, you're saying. You want to diversify your income it's, stream. It's, of it's important. I think it's very important to have income when 
when you're self-employed, I mean, regardless of whether you're a maker or, or anything else, I think it's very important to be aware that that income could be really great at times, but there's always high risk when you're self-employed, right? And, and that could go away. So I think it's important. And I personally want to attempt to diversify a bit more this year. And whether that's through trying to make, you know, even a couple bucks through content creation or doing more with brands or, you know, moving not away from charcuterie boards because I do well with them, but getting into some other building, right? Oh. Yeah, well, you mentioned working with brands. And um, if I could just get that out there for one of my my own kind of going back on 2019, that's one thing I'm pretty proud of, man. And a lot of it is, is an, is an account to what we've got going on and stuff. But working with brands, Mark, I know you said you wanted to work with X amount and then you did work with X amount. I worked with quite a few brands this year too in terms of paid gigs and and that's something that I never once did in 2018, right? Same thing. Yeah. So in 2019, yeah. I started doing that. In 2020, I don't want to... Um, so let me get this out there right now, okay, guys? I never really came out and said this, but I'm not going to be going hardcore in 2020 in terms of, of hunting. I'm not going to be the one approaching a lot. I'm just going to keep trying to grow my own um, channel, pumping out the videos. and But I do, in the back of my mind, want to make 2020 a bit more also about working with brands. In fact, 2019 was the first year um, since I started the stump shop that I actually made more um, income working with brands as opposed to selling stuff. For me, yeah. 2019, for me, that was a big year because yeah. as a part-time guy, if I go, if I could start making more money off working with these sponsorships and brands as opposed to, hey, I want a stump and I'm like, well, listen, man, in two and a half years, I'll deliver you that stump. Right? If I can pump yeah. out a video on how to dry a stump or something instead, that's kind of one of my 2020 goals is to yeah. is to work more, more with brands. No, I think you're gonna crush it, Vic, and like I think you have that ability to like totally make it still authentic and and you know do your thing, but still kind of please your audience. So that's one thing that I've been struggling with at this point is like I was gonna throw it out there off microphone camera i don't know what what we're off supposed air. to say but off thank you um but like are you guys are, sick isn't of, this the guy that's done television this is Shut the up. guy i think so yeah <laughs> um are you guys sick of seeing like ad posts or does it bother you or okay like, i'm gonna what, i'm gonna interrupt you right like? away I, ha I have to get my take out on there mark dom a hundred of my other close friends on Instagram, I see them in an ad that says, um, what does it say? Oh yeah, paid sponsorship, yep. paid partnership with whatever. Because now guys, that's a it's a requirement. So when that's up there, it's actually mandatory. But no, I'm not sick of seeing guys I know and girls I know. No, I enjoy me that. Me neither. I me neither. flipping through my stories and seeing a sponsored post for some company that has nothing to do with yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like those yeah. types of sponsored ads and ads and, and pop-ups and, and I'm scrolling through my feed and every third one is a sponsored post because it's yeah. a commercial. I'm not sick of seeing Dom in his, you know, certain boots that he's been rocking or you and your, yeah. you know, three, four, five companies that you're always mentioning. I'm not. And yeah. I'm not sick of um, taking those gigs and posting it on my page saying paid partnership with whatever brand because I'm hoping people still see that it's Vic. 
It's not a company that's taken over. And do you know what I mean? No, a hundred percent. I was just going to say like, like I, I get this, like a lot of people and I get it. Like a lot of people are like, Oh, like they're selling out or they're not saying true to this or not. And I don't think that that's true at all. But when I see someone like, like you guys who do a, a paid post, I do my best to either like save and then I'll send it to like our little group so that you get those like three analytics like that just to try and support you that much more because I'd much prefer to see you guys winning than Ford or 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 Dodge or whatever every three times I swipe into my stories like I I I just want to support the little little people as best as I can if that makes sense so that's interesting because I I I wanted to kind of get that feel like obviously if you don't overdo it, then it's great. Yeah. But I yeah. just think like you need to be able to give back as much as I'm you're not taking. sick of it, man. No, and I'm there, very passionate about that. I that mean, yeah. there there definitely does need to be a balance. I mean, you need to be aware of it as as an influencer that you're not overdoing it and working with too many because again, it takes away from from your authenticity. I think personally, if you're working with too many brands and and you're just an ad all of the time, yeah. but I agree with I don't that think, also, yeah. Yeah, but I don't think there's anything wrong with working. I mean, you know what? That's the way of the world. That's w- with social media having become so big, a lot of these brands and companies ha- have realized the potential there, and I think it's only going to grow from there. Uh, I mean... In fact, it's cool now when you see someone yeah. doing like a, a post for like a real famous brand, like a... yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll say Ford, but I'm not. It's not an actual Ford brand. But you're like, dude, that's Mark in a Ford. Like I know it, right? I don't yeah. know. I, I enjoy that, man. I don't mind that. It's just when I see this story about some person I don't know, and it's one of those like sponsored ads that's not one of my buddies. I'm just like, ah, get out of here, man. You know? Yeah, yeah. But, no, I, I feel the same way. I really like watching the little people win, and I think yeah. that like most people that have a problem with it are either like upset that they can't get there or that they're not there yet. That's plain and simple is like, is what it is. And, um, if I have to give anybody advice for trying to grow in 2020 so that they can get there would be like post like consistency as much as you can and commit to it. If it's three or four times a day, um, be yourself like just be authentic whatever that is like like and you don't have to necessarily stick to one thing right like Vic's a perfect uh, example of that like he'll do, he does his time in the wood shop he does his time at home with doing the dad thing he does his time out with buddies like you just yeah. just have fun with it and if it feels like it's like forced or you have to then it's time to take a break yeah and then just kind of come back at it when it starts to feel good and natural and you'll be much better off doing that and trying not to chase brands. Um, you'll find that they'll just start coming to you. If you're starting yeah. to chase them and like do things because you think that other thing, like you're going to uh, attract other things, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. The it's, market's it's, so saturated, just be you. It's sure. for sure important to be yourself. If you're trying to bend and be something that you think either a certain brand's going to want or that people are going to want to see, uh, again, I've said this many times. It, it, it's going to come, come across, across yeah. a, as inauthentic, and it's not going to work. You you have to be who you are, and you have to be your certain brand. And other brands will or will not want to work with that. I mean, I think we've all had cases where brands have not wanted to work with us 
because they felt that we weren't a good fit for, you know, for for what they wanted to present, I've which is fine. Yeah, absolutely, it is. No, a hundred percent, they do. They, they come, they come and tell me that they hate that yeah, stump. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, I send them all. You to don't want to go trying to change who you are. <laughs> Every brand you guys have worked with, I passed on. <laughs> I wanted to finally get this out there for the end of the year. <laughs> I'm getting a kickback on everything you guys do. It's just a big pyramid scheme. It's all, yeah. like, it's all yeah. gonna, yeah. When other people it's all are gonna big. crumble. It's, I got all you. gonna come Draw crumbling down. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks for paying oh. my line of credit off, Vic. Oh, That's been great. If only half of that was true, it is. <laughs> sorry for uh, you. Uh, I, yeah, you know what, I. I no, that's okay. I I honestly think that working with brands, it's just you're just gonna see more of it. So if you don't like it, I, I don't. I close down your social media accounts because I don't <laughs> think it's it's going away. If anything, it, there's only gonna be more of it. And you know what? I got for people that don't like it. I mean, and I I kind of agree with Mark that I don't think many people would turn it down if it showed up at their door. I think people that maybe don't like it are kind of upset that they haven't been able to to get to that yet. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, look at it this way. Anybody that's ever done a giveaway and given away something that's not something that, that they have made has typically run a sponsored ad on their page. Pretty much. Would it, yeah. Wouldn't you agree? If you're giving away, if you reach out to a company and say, hey, would you provide me whatever, this drill, I want to have a giveaway because I hit 2,000 followers. And the company says, yeah, absolutely. And you do that giveaway. Hey, guess what? You just did a sponsored ad for that company. It's true. I mean, right? in a sense, I'm doing That's one right now. a great way of looking at it. Absolutely. Why, why do you think that company is giving you that drill? Because out of the goodness of their heart, because you hit 2,000 followers? So let's better, yet, better yet, sorry to cut you off, Vic, but oh, like you, you post a picture of your quote-unquote favorite drill and tag the company in it and they don't even know who you they don't follow you they don't know who you are they've never paid you you're you're doing an ad for that company yeah, you're, you're, you're doing not, a free sponsored ad yeah yeah what, what difference would that make then if it was 100%. on mine and it said at the top paid partnership with the or whatever like it's the same thing right i i see it that way the only the only time it might come across as like selly Audi. I don't even think that's a thing, but Sally Audi, it is now. That's a, that's the type of belly button. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> yeah. Are those are those captions that have to get approved, right? Uh, and we've we've seen those where like those things. I don't. I, I, they're not my biggest fans. Like I don't. If I could work with brands and not have to get posts approved, so they're like yeah. in there, and there's like all these types yeah. of things, you can tell that they're not really that person. Um, that would be the only thing, but again, like why, if you're following someone, you obviously have some sort of interest in them. Why wouldn't you want them to succeed? Right? Like, I think that needs to be another thing for 2020 is just like more support and less like bitching, right? Less, like, less, like, less hating and, and then assuming maybe, yeah. right? Like, Hey, that guy's doing that because of whatever, like just everyone's doing their own thing out here. Right. They, like, even now it's not a shameless plug. I got a giveaway going on one kind of tip i want to give our listeners though is dom kind of started talking about it is if you're going to work with a brand 
and you're going to ask them for a product to give away or they're going to approach you and say, hey, you want to do a giveaway for this product? I want to just give you guys a little bit of insight into just make sure you're not selling yourself short for some some product that's not um, worth who you are. Does that make sense? Like make mm -hmm. sure there's yeah. more to it. Like even my giveaway, and I'm not going to get into details at all, but there's a lot more to it than just me giving away this company's brand. Does that make sense? Like it's yep. there's going to be more behind the scenes that makes it worth my time. Yep. Um, just I don't want to see any of our listeners kind of get, um, I won't say ripped up, maybe taken advantage of. That's the more yep. uh, friendlier way to I, say it. So I think just, people need to be aware that, you know, you're, you're worth something and you need to understand what you're worth. I, you know what? If we go all the way back to one of our first episodes with Jeff Mack, I think he made a great point why he doesn't take on a lot of sponsored stuff is because yeah. he feels that his page and his time is more worthy of promoting his himself. Yeah, yeah I his love own. That I, and that was a great point that, you know what, I can make X amount of dollars promoting this company. Or I can use that time and that space on my page to promote myself and my own company. I right? love that tip. And I've honestly, like ever since he said that, I never forgot that. And yeah. that's kind of stuck in the back of my mind. That was a great tip. Don't please just don't sell yourself short. But um, anyways. Um, so we're talking about working with brands. And I just want to like kind of throw that out for the audience. Like what is one tip that you guys have if you are going to approach a brand. So let's say tomorrow, Vic, you're going to go out and you're going to send an email off to an umbrella company. What yeah. would be the one thing in that email that you or our listeners must include? Okay. So this is, it's good that you asked ask because it's, like I said, I'm not setting goals, but in 2020, as I do approach more and more companies, and we did mention this before, so if you're an avid listener, air quotes, then you're going to remember this. But when I approach a company, I am telling that company what I am doing for them, okay? okay. It's all yeah. about flipping it on the other person. And okay. you as yourself, this is my personal opinion, and it seems to have worked a few times, is I'm not huge on selling myself i'd rather go to them and say of course you have to be like hey it's vic from the stump shop check out my instagram check out whatever mm -hmm. you have to do that otherwise they're they don't know who they're talking to right but yeah. then you flip it and go hey i've been thinking this is what i could do for you i could use your product in this and this story or this in this environment yeah. and this is what i think you guys will get out of it you'll maybe um be exposed to a different type of listener this and that so that's one of my one of my key tips and i and I live by it is when you're approaching a company, just kind of let them know what you what you know you're gonna do for them, right? By 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 telling them what you're gonna provide, but make it a bit more about them because they, they like Mark said earlier, it's a saturated market. I'm talking yeah. tons, right? Yeah. Try to differentiate yourself. There'll hey, be tons you, of makers um, approaching them. Try to stick out. Yeah. You know what? Like anything. If you want to be successful at something, you have to put in the work. There's no shortcuts. I mean, look, taking it back to, to you know, us working with Rustolium, we won, we won the We Would thing. That was kind of our foot in the door. But we put in a lot of work behind the scenes, the three of us together, many nights and evenings yeah. and, and, you know, meetups and phone calls. 
putting a ton of work in to keep that relationship going and alive and showing them, you know, how we could work together for our benefit and for their benefit. So what, what did that like, and you can be without like throwing out specifics, like what kind of work did we put in? Like, I want to kind of give the listeners a, like a unique kind of understanding yeah, of like well, if, if well, they're going to send off an email or, or a brand that they've never worked with before, like what kind of work, like what should they include in their email? How, how does that conversation well, look like? Kind of, kind of like what Vic said. I mean, it is pretty much what we did. We sat down and, and we came up with a plan. Like if you guys yeah. remember, we sat there in a coffee shop. Yeah. We yeah. each had, you know, pen and paper and we came up with, you know, a several page plan of here, here are our thoughts. Here's some of the things we'd like to do together Here's how we think that they'll they'll benefit you. Here's how we think that they'll benefit us. And yeah, I mean, without getting into to too many details, we really broke it down into very specific details for them. Yeah, it yeah. ended up being a, a pretty thick document. But if you're listening to the For the Gram podcast on Instagram, this is how I would start. Let's say you're working with... Um, why don't we pick a consumable, okay? Because everyone uses yeah, yeah. glue. You're using yeah. a glue and you're thinking in your head, you're like, you know what, bam, it's not about the numbers, but man, I'm feeling good. I've reached a thousand, two thousand. I'm starting to maybe gain some traction or 500, whatever that number to you is. I would first send that company out. First of all, Dom said it. You got to put in your time. You got to start tagging these companies for um, a while before ever approaching them, just using them, buying it yourself, right? But then when it comes time to approaching them, just say, hey, listen, it's uh, Vic from the Stunt Shop. Do you guys have an email I can um, send you guys to? Bam, if they answer that, now you know you got a person there, right? Even if they just send you that email, you say, okay, thanks so much. I'm going to be following up with an email about blah, blah, blah. Because now you've kind of laid the, the groundwork in a DM, but asked for their email to be professional where you send that full detailed message. And some of my messages include um, pictures you've done with other brands, obviously not like focusing on the brand, but showcasing yourself if what you've done. And if you've never done anything before, no problem, man. You got to start somewhere. You send them that email with what you had in mind. We can't yeah, answer that, that. What do you have in mind? Tell them. That's actually a great point. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that about connecting through email or asking. It, it's fine for an initial contact through, through you know, DMs on Instagram or whatever, but now that you mentioned that, I don't think I've ever worked on a significant project with a brand where it's been worked out through, you know, a DM on Instagram. Yeah, it's almost anything right? of more significance has been done, you know, if not face to face, at the very least through emails. Yeah. Right. So, so, okay. So you get your email and this is kind of where like I was going with it, but like you're typing up your email Hey, my name is Mark. I am X, Y, and Z. What, what is it that like differentiates you from the pack? Right. And I really like your product super glue. Right. And I have this unique idea of using your super glue to showcase how it can hang pictures straight. And I'm just throwing out this weird ass yep. idea. But it's that type of stuff that's going to separate you from that saturated market. Like, yes, yes have your like, like show that kind of um, 
loyalty by using their product and tagging and all that stuff, but then coming at them with a unique idea and creating like anything that you can do to like, this is what I want to send it out to. I'm willing to send it to this many people and I have, you know, uh, an influence on this, right? I'm exposed in this different groupings and, and I can benefit you guys by doing X, Y, and Z. And I'd love for the opportunity to work together. I have very, very reasonable rates. Is this something that sounds good to you? Right. Yeah. And right off the hop, you're talking, you're, you're able to kind of get that X, Y, and Z. You're able to send, tell them that you have a unique idea. You're telling them that you want to have a paid relationship and you're ending it with a question that automatically forces them to respond, right? So psychologically, when you're reading the email and you get, and and it ends with a question, psychologically, they're like, okay, I'm going to reply to this person. Yeah. Hey, that sounds great. Blah, 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 blah. If it's just like, I really hope to hear from you soon. They're going to be like, yeah, okay. And then psychologically they might tend to in your court that way. Yeah, exactly. So it just kind of goes to the back burner. But I think that that is one of the like simplest ways that we can break down this for you guys and and send and give you guys something back so that you can go into 2020 with some kind of ammunition. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I and and I can guarantee you that by doing something like that, if you do that, you're already ahead of you know 75 percent of the other people who just sent a DM saying. Hey, I love your product. You want to send me some stuff? Exactly. Right. Let me let me ask exactly. you guys this quickly, just out of the blue. Okay, I'm going to change topics here, but to try to kind of get back on topic of the episode, um, let me throw that. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna pick Mark here. Okay, and Mark, I'm just gonna ask you straight up: Is 2020 a? I won't say woodworking. What What do you consider? Let's say carpentry, because you're doing a lot of that now, right? Building houses yeah. and stuff. So yeah. let's say. Um, is 2020 straight up a carpentry year for you or a content creation work a year? Um, in terms of like my goals or my like, like what's it, let's separate it into passion, um, okay. and then actual, um, what you know, I guess I hate saying pays the bills, but it, what is your livelihood? Like, can you do it through content creation or is it more your passion? I think if. Nothing were to change today at this moment. I could make it through next year just content creating. Nice. Just content creating. But but to like get that Dom's, content, though, you have to have that. But you got to do something. Job, right? and, yeah. like, and like Dom said, you things can change very quickly without notice. And I would be scraping the bottom of the barrel if I did that. So... I'm, I don't plan on doing that, but like like you said, my ultimate end goal and why I love carpentry or, or why I do carpentry is I want to build up my own house. That's my that's my end all be all. When I turn fifty, that's the goal. Is the goal is to build my own house. So I and then what are I, you gonna do? Now you have a house. And I'm just gonna create content. Some fifty year old jacked guy eating oh, vegetables. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's just gonna be me. <laughs> that's I can't wait for those videos. salads all day. <laughs> <laughs> mean mugging too just straight like just never swing, smiling yeah. and whistling <laughs> yeah. nickelback blaring oh, in the background that's in a big joe's hoodie just just <laughs> yeah in the white van <laughs> you're gonna make more money on youtube than that kid that plays with toys <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's gonna be mark's van reviews 
but like like I said, like I I really am passionate about learning the craft of carpentry, and it is something that I enjoy doing every day. So I'm not going to stop doing that. But a really big hobby of mine is is creating content, and I've I've fallen in love this year with photography and cinematography. Um, I'm a huge fan of Peter McKinnon, like I mentioned earlier. Like I really really do want to like push the boundaries and kind of create more short term videos. Uh, do more vlogs and kind of like help other people the same way that I learned. So I think 2020 to answer your question is going to be more content related, but not necessarily sponsored stuff. Like I, like I'm good with where I'm at for sponsorship as it stands right now for next year um, where I've started to say no. So just like when I say content, it's going to be like more like, showing people how I built my folding table, showing people how um, I did more of like the behind the scenes stuff, if that makes sense. Yeah, of yeah. course. Totally. That's for sure. I'm going to focus. I'm, or Dom? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you know what? I'd, I'd kind of say the same thing. I, I do want to focus a lot on content creation. Uh, again, I need to pay the bills and I pay the bills by building stuff and, and then selling it. Uh, so that's not going to go away anytime soon, but I, I'd like to, by the end of 2020, maybe bring the two closer together. I'm not saying 50, 50, that may be a bit unrealistic, Yeah. uh, but I'd like to see an increase in the income I'm generating from content creation. Right. Yeah. And, and whether that may be through, you know, content creation for sponsored stuff or, content creation of my own uh i would like to see those the scales kind of get closer in terms of that balance nice. yeah. what about you vic you know what i think we've talked enough here why don't we um launch right into <laughs> you can't do that <laughs> hey, i shut you down i don't answer it sounds like it's time for this week's Seems higher pitched the song this week. That's the extended end of the year version. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was the final 2019 oh, mailbag song. I loved it. Did you write those lyrics all on your own? <laughs> it's literally the only thing that I'm good at. So I'm just gonna keep rolling with it. So speaking of mailbag, why don't we take it back to Chris? Um, although Chris sent us this question a while ago, but Chris from Trade and John Woodworks. Thanks a lot for the question. And once again, guys, if you guys ever have any questions, send them to our inbox, ask us, and we may feature in one of our episodes. But um, Chris wanted to know if we have any idea. I'm actually... Go on. <laughs> I'm leaving you guys in suspense. I was looking up the exact question. That's the truth. What's included in the... <laughs> oh my god this question just got me shook <laughs> did he actually write that in the question <laughs> I almost just died in this episode <laughs> I can't I can't even oh, man. 2019 what a year <laughs> honestly that, that, that about sums up this year eh? 2019 <laughs> Guys, what's included in the from other metric in post impressions? 
a handful of my posts got more than normal response. Um, and then it goes on about it saying that in some of his posts, the from other category blew up in his insights. So, um, you know, since I'll be honest, I don't know. I have some thoughts as to what it may be, but I just don't know. Mark, Dom, any of you know? Mark? I, I was hoping that you guys would be able to tell me. Um, I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I, Dom? <laughs> I I have no clue. I I honestly <laughs> I Worst honestly <laughs> yeah, this is terrible. Chris is is this is the oh, last yeah, episode he yeah, ever he's following us Chris, for sure. Nice no, I honestly that from other I think is the magic Instagram place that if you somehow hit that, I mean, and Vic and I just talked about this recently. It seems that your posts that do really well and bring you in a ton of reach, which I said in a previous episode, if you haven't listened, is very important. Brings you a ton of reach, a ton of followers. If you look at the, at the analytics on those posts, you're going to find that that from other is, is huge for some reasons. So I think that's the magic Instagram land that if you can get in there, so, so that's you don't what know. blows you up. <laughs> so you have no idea. Yeah. No, I have no clue. That was, I, but I said that at the beginning before I went into that spiel that I just did. No, clue. I can't. I can't back this up, but I have a theory that it is. It's from tags and shared and like your your people's kind of engagement on your posts, and that's brought in their audience to help spike it up. Which is why all the reach is so strong because it comes from. Um, like like a bump in your own engagement, right? Does that make like like that's, that's, that's what a I? Good, yeah, that's a good theory. It very well could be. That's kind of how I've always looked at it. Yeah. Like because it like same thing. I've gone through and looked, and all my all my really good stuff like it, that category has so many, and I, that's the only thing that I can chalk it up to. For those that may not even know what we're talking about, but if you ever post. Um, or if you ever look at your posts and click on the insights and scroll down to the bottom, you're going to start seeing the discovery then follows. Now, the part we're talking about are impressions. Obviously, a big part of the insights, your impressions. The categories are from home, very self-explanatory. How many times you're seen in the home page, on your own home page, where people found you from there, is that where you're getting the impressions? From hashtags, I don't even need to explain that one. From explore. You know that when you're, you open up Instagram and your explore page pops up and it provides you pages you don't already follow, your chance to explore. So if, you've, if you're found in there, that's what that means. From other is the fourth one that we're trying to um, figure out what the hell it means. Mark had a pretty you good should, point there. but You should um, call Jeff Mack. I'm sure he has an answer for everything. I, I guarantee you he knows. Yeah. Hold on one second. I'm just going to dial him right now. Phone a friend. We'll get back to you guys. <laughs> But if it actually, you know, why don't we use this opportunity? If any of our, if go on, I should buy a vowel there. If any one of our <laughs> listeners, <laughs> if any one of our listeners want to uh, shoot us a message in our DMs and help us out, oh, what is too the much eggnog? <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! Once again, 2019. I so 2020, guys. I will not be having alcoholic beverages during podcasts. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I don't know if anyone knows what other means. Let us know. Shoot us a message, and we'd love to uh, chat. Please let us know. And um, yeah, I think we're just gonna 
end this yeah. episode. Thanks for the mailbag. Thanks for a killer year, guys. I really, really, really do appreciate all of your text messages. Not to get too sentimental, but I love you both equally. Um, yeah, uh, here's to an amazing year and cheers to a very successful 2019. And just a Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy Holidays. Have the best New Year's ever. And listen, guys, the three of us were coming at you strong in 2020. So um, thanks for everything yeah. this year. And uh, have the Stay best safe. holidays ever. Stay yes. safe. Good, good Stay things safe. coming in 2020. Oh, That's right. nothing but the best. Now we're going to have to follow through on yeah, that. Yeah, now we have to follow through. Now, let, me, let me press the ultra music before we promise. If anyone wants to sponsor a trip to uh, to <laughs> WorkbenchCon <laughs> in 2020, yeah. um, slide into those DMs. And here's the button. <laughs> <laughs> Happy 2020. <laughs> oh, did you get episode. all that all that crap cleaned up? That was fun.